What's up guys, Key Michael here, professional volleyball player, Olympian, photographer, YouTuber, and now podcaster. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I've been playing volleyball professionally for 10 years and I want to shed a little bit of light on what that means, especially in the era of 2020 and COVID. So I booked a flight, rented a car, and I set off throughout Europe to meet professional female volleyball players and tell their stories. Because as you guys know, we're all so much more than just an athlete. And that's what's born this series, The Volley Bubble. So be sure to hop on over to YouTube and see all the behind the scenes of trainings and in the homes of the guests on this show. But for now, just sit back and enjoy a raw and candid conversation between two professional female athletes. Uh, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so Volley excited. Bubble guest yes. number 12. That's exciting to me. That's not exciting to anyone else. People are like, oh, 12. Like, yes. So do 100 more and then let's talk. No. It's Meg, incredible. I don't know if I, I'm going to mispronounce your last it's name. Okay. So, Wallowitz. Meg Wallowitz. Yes. And we're here in Chazon. Mm -hmm. We've also mispronounced that, I'm sure. Um, yeah, many times. <laughs> but um, thanks so much for joining yeah. me. I always say joining us, like That's... as if it's like a whole crew of us. It's literally like anyone who knows, it's literally just me. But there's there's like the fans out there, though. Does, you, you know? know? <laughs> okay. Your followers. It's us. Your followers. And no. anyone who's tuning in to listen to True. you. You're welcome. Thank you. That's so exciting. I always say, just to start off, like... I don't have any interview questions. Like I'm not trying to get any gossip or like okay, yeah. get into your life or anything. Like, yeah. well, I, mean, I do want to get into your life, but I, <laughs> I'm not like, it's not like a question and answer thing. It's yeah. really legit. Just cool. us two sitting down. We both play volleyball. We're both pros. We both, you know, yeah. American as it turns out. Yeah. And uh, we'll just chat about things. Perfect. So yes. if you're cool so, with that, I think we could start cool. off just by you telling us a little bit about you, a little bit about your volleyball history or your life or anything you're into. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin in mm -hmm. the States and I went to school in Illinois at Northern Illinois University. Um, I loved it, had a really good four years experience and enjoyed it and loved the college life. And yeah. then I last year played in Czech Republic in Brno. It was, um, the town was like 300,000 people. So it was like- Tiny. A, yeah. Is that smaller than here? No, 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 300,000. So like- it Is was, that a lot? It was a lot, yeah. Okay. But it was a lot. It was, no, <laughs> like, like wait, no, okay. no, 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 that was a lot. But do math. Like in Chiseau, there's like 3,000 people. So it's like way less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang. But it's okay. Last year was like the biggest city I ever lived in. I lived in. I live in a small town at home. I've never yeah. been to Brno, but I is it night? Was it? Yeah, nice? it's like um, the second largest city in Czech. And okay. so like, but the, Czech's pretty small. Yeah, it's like Prague and then Brno. Yeah, yeah. But it's beautiful. I mean, lots of castles and different churches and stuff. It's, it feels very like European. Isn't it you know? so? <laughs> it's so picturesque in Europe. That's the thing. Like that's the thing that I love being a now. Can I even call yes. myself a photographer? I don't yes. know. I'm using air bunny quotes. Anyone who's not watching this, <laughs> I just love it. There's so many things to see and so many places to just take in with yes. your eyeballs. Yes. There's so many times like we'll go through and I'm like, well, I don't necessarily have my phone out, and I'm like, this is just like there's so much to take in and see and i'm like okay i need to snap a couple of pictures because like when will you ever see this again yeah. you know like it's just incredible that's yeah. how i started too i was just snapping pics on my iphone and i was like let me get a real camera <laughs> I know. and i just went Crazy. i went way too far with the real oh, yeah. real camera thing <laughs> as you can see <laughs> um so it's, it's your second pro season yeah how are you finding it how is I your love it yeah yeah i do i there's you know there's there's always ups and downs. You're always maybe homesick every now and then, you know, like yeah. it's, there's times, but like the, the team is a very much like a family vibe. Like yeah. it's a small, I think you saw that at yeah. practice yeah. yesterday. It's very like, everyone likes to interact and talk and there's, you know, time for talking, time for focus, but like everyone's just so relaxed and they want to be there to play, to have fun. And it's yeah. just a really nice setting. And then like Switzerland is unreal on how beautiful it is so yes. regardless how things are you can go outside and see mountains like you know it's a really good experience i'm very thankful for 
opportunity, you know, to yeah. play and have another season. And you're right. I saw that with your team yesterday. You seemed very, all very comfortable with each other, all very friendly, lots of smiles. Yeah. And then, I mean, you obviously are a very friendly, no, open, welcoming you. person. Like literally you, you and I had never met before yeah. yesterday and you were like, come on over and we'll have a oh, yeah. pizza and we'll hang out. And, you know, and like that's, I feel like that's kind of indicative of why you're enjoying it so much yeah, and why you. you're... You're, yeah. you're diving into it, you know what I mean? Like you just, you're like open arms, like let's meet all the people and do all the oh, things. Yeah, and just... I used to, I used to be in that. It's not like I'm not anymore, but I was very like reserved and was a homebody. Uh-huh. And then I went to college and it was three hours away. So that like pushed, pushed it. I was like, no, I don't yeah. know if I can do three hours. And then last year I was like, I, I don't want to stop playing. Like, like that's not, it's not right. my time to stop playing. Okay, well, that means I'm going overseas. Like, I'm going to have to do it. And it was really lots of learning. And then yeah. this year, there there's two foreigners, but they've, the girls, the all the Swiss girls have played together for a long time. Right. We know each other. Right. So all we had to do was kind of slip in and just be like, okay, like, I'm here. Like, let's do it. And I'm, like, trying to learn just to be, like, like say yes and go do things and see things and it's yeah been so nice because they make it really easy my teammates make it so easy but also it's like cool to be a lot more like relaxed like yeah let's go let's go see this or like let's yeah. go and yeah practices are fun and you're they're just they're just so relaxed like it's like you're there to play you still need to get your job done you still need to perform but you're very much like well I can have fun while playing you know like yeah. I can learn how to have fun while playing you know it's a job, but it doesn't feel like it here. It does yeah. not feel like it. And yeah. I like what you said about saying yes to everything. I, I also, I I think it was like my first year going into Italy. I was like, I'm just going to, if someone invites me to do something, I'm just going to say right. yes. It was for, you know, a few months and you just meet more people. You get more experiences. Yes. Like that's maybe a life lesson for people. Just the more often you say yes to things, the more opportunities come up and the more experiences you have oh that you then... Gosh make memories that you would never have expected right you know and it's not just about i don't know maybe it's about getting out of your comfort zone a little bit because you're already all the way over here so if you've made the decision to come play pro live in a different country be surrounded by foreign language like take that next step just say yes do it go do it. you might as well and like i i'd always like kind of be a little hesitant like well what like what are we doing and this year one of my teammates just like, okay, I'm picking you up at this time. <laughs> just be ready. Bring it. Bring a bikini. What do I, and a, what, what do, I do? What do I bring? <laughs> and I'm like, no, you don't need to know all of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes you're just, I'm always like, well, but like what time? No, it doesn't matter. You need, what to, time. Have, you need <laughs> to have like control. You <laughs> yeah. feel like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But now it's like, okay, yes. Okay. I'm going to do this. Okay. Do yeah. <laughs> No, I think that's a that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. I also am the same way. I like to have that control and know what's going on, but at the same time, just <laughs> just be open to it. Yeah. Um. So you, not to bring up, I don't know if they're negative memories, but you yeah. had a couple of surgeries. Yeah. On your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had two now. So I had one my junior year of high school, and it was a twelve and a half months recovery. Like I completely tore through my labrum partially in my rotator cuff and some ligaments. And so it was a pretty big one. And yeah. then I re- uh, rehabbed and did, I was a three sport athlete in high school. So I did all my sports. Like it worked out really. Which, which sports were those? I, was, I know basketball was Yeah, one basketball and then track and field. It wasn't I, gymnastics, was no. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Meg's a big fan no, of gymnastics. We learned the last night. Big fan. <laughs> it's just incredible. I just can't. I know, but the two of us were like big girls, you know. There's no way we would have ever. And I shared with you my story about trying out cheering. Yeah. Like, did not go well. Tim barely touched my toes half the time. <laughs> I think we made the right decision yeah, with think, volleyball. I think, I think it, was, we, it was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then my second one was like a year and a half ago. I Yeah, so right before I actually wanted to go play pro that March, I was like training and I was like thought training was going well. Like I felt really good about things. And then I was suddenly like, I can't really lift my arm. And the only time that this happened was the first surgery and the second surgery, like my bicep was pulling down on like this ligament, um, the labrum. And so it was like creating a gap. And so fluid went inside and I had two cysts in my bone. In the bone. In the bone. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah, the doctor was like, your shoulder looks like a 65-year-old woman. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm like 20, 21. Like, 
like, this I is not good. How do you face them? Is this your shoulder? I need plastic surgery or something. I don't know. And so, yeah. So then I had to have it. And they took the cyst out and they cut and moved my bicep, like, in kind of, like, into my armpit almost down here. Uh, so... On paper, it should oh, now be okay. Don't say things like that. Knock on everything. On I know. Because <laughs> they moved it. They, like, moved it to a completely different location, you know? And then they put, like, a big patch over the top of it oh to try to prevent future tearing and stuff. It's incredible what they can do. No, truly. But as you were coming back and so that's two times i mean i know players that it doesn't really take them much to be like oh well okay i guess i'm not meant to be an athlete or not meant to do this for a long term but then i know some people like you that have had two three even multiple surgeries and they're still like nope i'm doing it doing it yeah i it was really hard because when when i found out i had to have it it was like devastating i was just like this is the time where i'm supposed to be training to go play professionally and it's like it it's not it wasn't an easy path to play professionally because I'm not a big name kid that's a from like this really known college. You know, I'm from, right. I play in the Mid-American Conference. It's a D1 school, but it's not a Big Ten school, you know? And yeah. so then I was like, well, I feel like I was a bit at a disadvantage. I just didn't know about playing pro. Right. So then I was like training and it was, I had it and I was just like, okay, you know, I think like, I think maybe it's it's time. Like maybe I'm done. And then I was like, okay, yeah. you know, like if you, st- I'm gonna rehab. You have to rehab it anyways, you know. So I was like, okay, I start to rehab if I mm-hmm. really miss it. And then like a bu- uh, like maybe like less than a month, and I was like, okay, like I have to be back in the gym. Like yeah, to be doing stuff. And you know, you realize really quick. Like I think I told myself like, oh, maybe it's easier if you don't rehab this. And then I was like, what am I doing with my life? Like yeah. I just want to go play pro. Like yeah, this this is an obstacle. But yeah, nothing you can't, you know, if you want it, you know, if you have the drive to do it. I love um, that attitude because it seriously is like you only really get a certain amount of opportunities. And if you really decide, this is what I want to do, like it doesn't matter what obstacles come up. Like just go, you know, just find a way and make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My parents were, parents and sister were super supportive, which helped too. Cause I think at the beginning I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to play volleyball again. I think they all were like, what? What? what I mean, like you're not. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm done. And then I started yeah. realizing, and they're like, yeah, we kind of knew you were going to, but we didn't want to say anything. And I was like, oh, you should have said something. Like maybe you would have helped me yeah. realize it. But and but was yeah. it kind of like you just couldn't picture yourself doing anything except yeah. playing pro? Yeah, yeah. Like that was the only thing. So at first I was like, at first when I was in high school, I was like, you know, I want to play. I want to play like D one. Like I want to go and I want to go like play college volleyball. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Then I got to college. And I was like, well, like playing pro is an option. Like it, I, I just never thought I'd be good enough to play professionally, which everyone thinks. <laughs> yeah, which isn't true at all. No, no, but it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Like, and then, uh, then, then I cannot see myself not playing. Yeah, you know, not done with it. And there's, and after I played one year, you see what's out there. Like you yeah. see the world, and you can see like why it's important to travel and see things. Playing professional volleyball is is the dream, but there's so many things you learn while being a professional athlete, you know, yeah. and being abroad and stuff. You just learn so much. I think I take it for granted as well, and I just kind of assume, you know, because however many years I've done it, you, every year you get a little bit more independent. You get a little bit more able to navigate in the world and get things done, like even things that maybe seem simple to other people, like opening a bank account or yeah. like those kind of things. But you, I just am very... Now I realize that I I have no problem just th- on this trip, for example, I'm just like literally traveling by myself, doing my own yes. thing. And I have no problem being far from home or being, you know, making my own decisions and just, I don't know. I think you learn a lot about yourself and you get some sense of independence that you maybe wouldn't have gotten yes, back home. Exactly. And like, that's the thing, like, that's truly what a lot of it comes down to or like you realize is like yeah. you're far more independent than you like know you are like yeah. and like like you said you're traveling all over by yourself just saying like yeah okay i'm going to this place next like yeah, i'm doing yeah. it you know <laughs> and i feel like like when i when i was at home i would never just be like yeah i'm gonna go live in a different country yeah so now I, i'm like oh i wonder which country i'm gonna go yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> you start thinking about yeah. like where well, would be a nice place to go <laughs> And do you have aspirations? So after Switzerland, are you kind of like, 
I know exactly where, where I want to go. Like I have my sights set on a certain country or a certain team or you just go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, as much as I'm not a go with the flow person in this sense, I try to be because yeah. I think I don't, I'm learning more about the pro world and the teams and the leagues and all that stuff, but I don't think I know enough to be like, this is where I want to play. Like I right. would love to move up, you know, keep moving up, keep getting better because I don't think that like, I think so many athletes haven't reached their potential yet. Yeah. And I don't know if I've reached mine yet. So I would yeah. just love to keep playing and trying to get better. And if that means moving to a different country or, you know, whatever, but I like to try to kind of wait and yeah. see, I don't know. <laughs> I remember as my career was progressing, I said to somebody, I think it was to my friend, Lucy, I said, I'm going to keep playing until no one will pay me to play anymore. <laughs> you know? And I think in my head also, I was like, as long as I keep, improving in a level or in salary or in my own skills yeah like, I just don't see a reason to stop I just didn't see it in I just couldn't imagine stopping of my own free will right you know it's right. like when you're no, in a relationship truly. that you're like nothing is wrong I'm not gonna be the one to break up with volleyball no <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> me and volleyball are good let's volleyball has, you know yeah. once somebody We're else still friends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um I, I think it's we're just so lucky to do it and, it, and yeah. it's a physical s job and it takes a lot out of you physically and also sometimes mentally yeah. and you you know you've got to prioritize your recovery and everything but it's yeah. just I love the fact that it's like an eight month maybe nine maybe you know yeah. depending but you you can put your whole energy and your whole heart into it and then you get three months to just do whatever Everyone. you want yes you can go home and spend that chilling with your family you can go traveling the world you can like I don't know, adopt a dog, yes. like, whatever it is you want right. to do in those three months. No, and that's the thing. So last year, you know, like everyone, seasons got cut short. And it, at first I was like, oh, like we, we were doing well, like it was super exciting. Yeah. And then it was like the first time I was at home for five months. And I think a lot of athletes experience that, you know, like in college, you're, you're there all year round. You get maybe one or two months at home, maybe, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so now it's like, okay, we have, we have what, between four and five months at home. Yeah. To be at home. It was almost you know, too see. much. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I love yeah, it. I yeah. a cabin fever. Yeah, was, and, you know, I was like, I never lived, I haven't lived with my parents since high school. You yeah. know, so you're gone so much. It's like, this isn't, it, it was so nice, relaxing. And then it shows you, then I was like, okay, I was like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm happy living at home again. You know, I'm getting comfortable. For me. Okay. And then I was like, no, no, your job is to go, go yeah. experience things, go see the world, you know, like, time but it's yeah i get really itchy like i don't know what the expression is like itchy feet or whatever yeah. it is when you just you gotta go You're like yeah. i can't really stay in one place too long anymore and I, maybe that's the negative that i've i've been searching for what the negative is yeah. of having played pro my whole life and because you do change year to year so tends, you know team to team maybe now i won't be able to stay in one place to settle down this yes. is scary but i've just no. realized this because I, no. I was home in miami with my parents like yeah. i said for yeah, it must have been like two months, I think. I wasn't okay. staying with my parents. Mm -hmm. I was staying um, in an apartment in Miami close to them. But I was like, I, I need to just, I need to do something else. I can't just settle Sit, back yes. into the, to that. I felt like I, I don't know if you, you go through this as well. When you go away, you have a certain identity and a certain sense of self and independence. And when you go back to your home place where your parents and your sister or whoever, yeah. you know, your family is, you feel, I felt like I was in high school again. And I'm like way out of high school, you know? We're not gonna talk oh. about how old I am on this podcast, but oh. I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> but I have this sense, like I go, I kind of like revert psychologically to this kid. And then I'm like, you know, like kind of, well, yeah, I don't know, you change your personality. You change so much. And like, I was, I actually called my mom like the night before I was supposed, to, before we were flying home. And I was like, I'm I'm nervous. Like I'm nervous to come home because <laughs> I told her. Yeah, I was like I haven't seen. I haven't. Like, hey, you haven't even seen them. You're video yeah. calling, but I haven't seen them in eight months. Okay, yeah. I'm like, but I've I've changed. I think, and like I don't know how that looks to other people, but yeah. like I know that I don't feel like the same as when I came here and stuff. And she's like, it's okay. We all are gonna have to adapt. We're all gonna have to adjust. And I think that was like really good to hear because I was like, you mm. do change. Like you this is the first time you're truly away. Like yeah. my parents came to all every game they could in college. It was incredible. 
now I haven't seen them in person for eight months, you know? So it's like you, you really grow to be like truly independent, you know? And then I'm like, well, I think I'm different. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's okay. I'm different. I'm different. I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. And is there something that you learned like as a player that you would tell to maybe someone who's thinking about coming over a pro, like what are those lessons or something that you learned being far away from home? Is it just independence or anything else that? I think what I really learned was like, I am like naturally a pretty like tense person. Like Mm -hmm. I like, like you said, like to have control, like to see things and you like, you almost can't be like that when you're overseas because you're not speaking the language you they're going to change practice whenever they want to change practice you know i see here it's been nice but last year like they change practice all the time hey that's going to happen there's going to be miscommunications there's all that stuff and i think the more you like let down your guard and the more you're just like okay that happened okay we're moving on or whatever and you learn like i feel like i'm still very much learning this but being able to say yes more and being able to like, okay, yeah, you're living a different life. Kind of accept it, like, and own it, you know? Like, own that this is your life and own that you probably are. I mean, this is the dream for a volleyball player to play pro. Like, go do it. But I know that was a big one to, like, really just, like, be able to, like, learn to relax was, like, huge. Yeah. You know, and I think in college, like, college athletics are incredible. We talked about this last night. Like, yeah. they're fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's... I'm waking up at six. I'm going to lift. I'm going to, I need to eat. And then, okay, I need to schedule every second of my day. Yeah. And then here it's like, oh, you're going to have two practices a day. Okay. What do I do in between that time? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to Oh, we have an off day. Okay. Well, what does an off day look like? You know? Yeah. And I think, I think in college, I, you know, you're very much like you have to get your homework done at this time. Because you don't have time to get it done besides that. Or you're playing these days or that stuff. And that was like last year was this year is a lot better because, you know, you know, like you said, you know more every time you play. Every year you play, you learn more. And so this year I feel like I'm a lot more like off day. Like, do I want to do something? Do I not want to do something? Okay, I'll do something. Or like that you can choose more. But last year I was very much like. I don't know what to do during training, you know? <laughs> okay, recover my body. That's huge. Yeah. Now what, you know? But I think it's nice. It's 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 a lot different, but... Yeah, I think that's a good point about being flexible. Because there's going to be so many times when the coaches... Yeah, like you said, they change, <laughs> change. the schedule of practice. Or you get stuck in an airport and the flight is canceled. Or you have to take a bus instead of a... You know, they bring you like a little mini bus instead of a nice bus. Like there's... So many moments and opportunities for you to decide, okay, I'm going to react a certain way. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be tense. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to, you know, talk shit to my coaches and tell them how I feel. Or I'm going to just literally just go with the flow. Yes. Like that's such great advice because, yeah, can't control it. And there's so many times like... I'm thankful to be learning French so I can start to understand more. That means I understand like what, 25%, you know, maybe, but it's like, and your coach speaks all French. Yeah. She's, she's, she's spoke English in the beginning a little bit, but now that we, she knows that we know more, she's kind of switched, which is okay. It's, it's good for us, but, and they like translate every now and then, but I still think like, like I'm so thankful for them translating because I would be so lost with that, (laughs) but still it's like, okay, show up at this time. Okay, well, in college, you would have this list of things. Then I show up at that time. I know exactly the plan. Now it's like, show up. Okay, do we have like a practice before we do that? You know, you find things out just like in it's spurts, go, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that, that that was an adjustment for sure. But now you're like, okay, I'll show up at this time. Like, yeah, whatever. You know, like. And another thing you revealed to me yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, was that you went vegetarian for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Like who was yeah. vegetarian just for like for a us. short period oh, of time. Yeah. Cause for me, I went I went vegan because I went down this rabbit hole of watching documentaries yeah. about, you know, like health and mm-hmm. I was explaining this all to you yesterday and then I went vegan and that was just like a little bit too far for me. So I took it a step back and now I'm vegetarian. I eat fish occasionally. Yeah. But you for you it was totally different. It was like a Yeah. It was like so last year I 
had gained weight after my surgery and I kind of came in and there was not the playing weight that they want. And the thing, another thing I didn't know about uh, European volleyball is just like people who are just blunt, like they're <laughs> just going to tell you how it is. And like, yeah, I don't think that's how our society is in the States. Like, it's yeah. kind of like, they're not going to sugarcoat things always, but they're going to be like, well, if you wanted to, you know, and like last year they're like, okay, you need to lose weight. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Like, okay, I, I will, I'll do whatever you want so I can play and so I can stay. But I like, it was kind of a, shock. a little bit of a shock how blunt things were. Yeah. And just, okay. It's good to learn. It's good to be blunt. I, I, you know, I like it straightforward anyways, but I didn't really know how to go about doing that because I never had really focused in. I was like, yeah, I know that some things are healthy and I shouldn't eat sweets, but what does that even mean? Yeah. And so when I chose to be vegetarian, it was just like, I had to focus a lot on what I was eating to make sure I'd get the right things and was fueling my body in the right way. Yeah. And it like, so it gave me something really to like look at, but I kind of had it easy because we had like that, like a team sponsored restaurant. So a lot of times I would just order the vegetarian meal, right? chill, hang out. And then when I got home for quarantine, it was like, what? I have to make things now. Like I really have to go and figure this out and do it. And I like liked how focused I was while I was so f- strict on my eating. I was working out better. I was playing better. I was like, you yeah. know, I felt a lot better about how my body was, but it took that much time, you know, like it take like as short as nine months is just to like, eh, I'm going to be vegetarian for this long, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, but my body is changing, you know, like it's, it's changing and playing better. And then, yeah, I kind of not gave up on it, but started it, eating meat again. It's interesting that that discipline, though, is what for me, that's like what makes a difference. Because I think if you're disciplined in one area, it's easier to continue to be disciplined in other areas. Like, yeah. for example, like you said, you just made that one little change and you were like, OK, now I'm focusing more on what I'm eating. And then that translates into, or that sort of like spills over into, okay, now I'm focusing on my workout as well. And now I'm focusing on getting better sleep. And now I'm focusing on, it's like, well, it, like it's a ripple effect, yes, right? Like the more so you much. pay yeah. attention. And like, it was so easy at home to be like, I don't really want to work out today. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I could do something else with my time. And then which is <laughs> so bad. And then, so sorry to admit that. But it's, it's true. It's a real feeling. And it's, then we all have it. It's, it's happened. But then I started when I was like really focused on my eating. I was like, yeah, but I like I need to work out for this. Like I want to work out. It's because it's like, like you said, once you get on, start to get into it, you're really, yeah. you really go with it. And yeah, it's nice. And when it comes to working out, it's funny you said, like, I have, you have those days or multiple days where you're like, I just don't want to work out. I have those all the time. And I'm sure a lot of people listening probably have those all the time. I think people look at professional athletes and they're like, they must just, you know, they must love working out. And they must just like, like eating healthy. And they must just, it's so easy for them. And that's why they do it. It's like, no, we just decided that the priority was playing volleyball at the highest level. Right. And the things that are going to get us there are A, B, C, D. Yeah. And so we do those things not because, you know, I mean, I actually do like eating salad, but. Right. But I do too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but I also like Nutella. So, yes. and it's not that I, you know, I don't just choose like, I just, it's just so easy for me to only eat healthy and only, right. you know, and work out every day. This morning I got up, I, this is why we're doing this podcast now at two. Because yeah. I was like, don't worry, I'm going to work out in the morning and then I'll, I'll come and get you like midday, maybe one. And it's like, it's now like two or three o'clock because I rolled out of bed and was like, okay, I know I have to work out. And I'm going to go, oh, it's okay. Now it's 9.30. Okay, now it's 10. Because it's, you know, we're human. I was listening to a podcast this morning that was like, we're hard, we're not hardwired to be disciplined. We're hardwired to to find a mate and procreate and to experience fear, like fight or flight and, yeah. and to just stay alive, right? We're not, we're not programmed to want to be super fit. We're not programmed to do a paleo diet. We're not programmed to force ourselves into these situations that we don't like. And the guy in the podcast basically said, like, don't rely on your willpower to do these things that you want to do. Don't, don't, because you, that'll run out. You'll get bored. You'll get tired. You'll be cold. And I was literally out there in the cold this morning, like trying to throw these kettlebells down. And he was like, focus on the outcome, focus on the goal. And what you're doing is getting you a step closer to that goal. So don't think like I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm hungry. Just think being the best professional volleyball player I can be Well, in everything you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I think like once you're playing, I mean, so many 
athletes are always, you know, you're part of the reason why you're playing at an elite level is because you you, you want more. Yeah. You always just want that little bit of more because you can see that success. Or you can see that glimmer of, oh, man, that's pretty cool that I just did that. Yeah. Can I do it again? You know? And so you want to keep going. Well, yeah, it doesn't make it easy. I still want to eat the ice cream. Yeah. I still like the chocolate. Yeah. I still like all that stuff. But that doesn't always get me where I want to go, you know, yes. but it's a, you have to choose not to want that, you yeah. know, or not to eat it, you know, yeah. not, I always want it. Yeah. You can't yeah, turn yeah. it down, you know, but I mean, you can, but it just is like you learn, you, it's more like a learned thing almost like you, yeah. ch- you learn that you have to choose when, Yeah. Like, when am I going to have this? Am I going to eat it before a game? No. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely not. Okay. Good. That's the first choice. You know, you're like always exactly. learning like exactly. that, I think. And like you said, it was pretty, for you, it was pretty black and white. Somebody said to you, look, you need to lose weight. And you were like, yeah. okay, done. I'm going to, my priority is being the best volleyball player. Right. And if that's what you, who I, you know, I know, like yeah. and trust, obviously someone, it was someone you trusted and, yeah. you, and maybe a coach or someone you cared about that said it to you. Okay. I trust this person's opinion. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think at the time I, at the time I was like, Oh, my career is over. I'm not going to believe it. <laughs> I've been the same. I've been the same kind of athlete my whole life. You know, I think our bodies don't change all too much once we're like, yeah. you know, going and it kind of looked the same in college. And then I like started to change and I was like, okay, I choose if I'm changing or not. I'm choosing to make this. And then when I got offered here, they were like, 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 it's like, is she still fit? And I didn't realize I understand you want to be fit. I want to understand you want to be at a good playing level, but I didn't understand how much that plays into the professional like lifestyle. You know, you're like, it's like the base. You're, yeah. you're like playing for eight months. Like you, your body needs to last. Like you need to be in a, a good shape. And like, I didn't realize like how much better of a shape I yeah. could have been. And then I wasn't, you know, so, but sometimes it takes someone to say something to understand. It- and it's and I'm curious how you felt when that person said that because I've spoken to one of my guests previously. Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Kayla, and she she spoke to me about some body image issues she, she's had yeah. and, and that led to eating disorders. And we got into the discussion about how in professional volleyball, it's interesting that other people's opinion of your body is valid. You know, the, like, why does anyone get to have an opinion, opinion about your physical appearance in your job, in your professional life, your career? So did that make you feel anything? Yeah, I mean, and it was it was so early on to being abroad, too. It was uh-huh. within a month of me getting into Europe. And I was like, how do I, what do I do? Like, how do I react to this? Like, yeah. and I was just so, not that I'm not any older yeah but i was just so young and i didn't know how to process it because i don't look in the mirror and i'm like oh some days i'm like that's tough and the more that so at the time i was just like not ruined by it but it took a lot it took a lot to like think like okay this is truly what's better but it was really hard to hear it because you know like you so much of life is learning to accept our own flaws or what we like it's just accepting ourselves in general yeah and like looking at it now it helped me incredibly i'm playing but i love it i love how i am now but it that was awful at the time you know and like but i but you know i always hear like you read things about how like in 15 years in 20 years we're gonna look back at these pictures of our bodies or we're gonna look back and be like like that body was sweet like i was a professional athlete you know but in the moment because of what other people think or because of what we think people are thinking about us it's like well i don't know like my stomach is maybe my stomach's getting bigger maybe it's that but we can't always see ourselves realistically yeah you know and so it's like i think that's what i've been trying to really embrace is like this body is helping me perform for my job yes and i need it i need every piece of me and i need to accept it and i and i think i'm doing better but we're not perfect humans you know we're not perfect beings like we're gonna look and be like oh that's a flaw that's a flaw but the less we can do it you know like the better we are mentally but it's not easy you know we're naturally really critical of ourselves much more than we would be of anyone else. Just, just oh, yeah. he, the, that's sort of the nature of, of the beast is that we 
we look at other people and think she's got it all together or she's per- got the perfect body or she's a great volleyball player and we're much more critical and judgmental of ourselves because we see our own flaws you know yes. we're with ourselves 24 7 yeah. but it's exactly like you say it's something you really have to train like the, the self-talk and like that part of being not only an athlete, but really anyone who's navigating through life, you know, you have to be your own biggest supporter. I don't say like have an ego and walk around thinking you're the best thing since sliced bread. Right. But like, why are you trying to bring yourself down? Right. And I spoke, oops, I spoke spoke to one of my last guests about this, that I love when I say the word guests as if I'm like, (laughs) I'm on host. But the last play that I spoke to, we, um, I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, oh yeah, I was telling you that I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, that you, in your own mind, just imagine if, if you had a friend, right. And you were sitting around and she was saying like, oh, you're, you're looking kind of fat today. Or, um, you didn't really play volleyball really well today, did you? Or like, oh, that girl's much better than you. You wouldn't be friends with this person very long. Right. So why are you allowing that person to be your, Mm -hmm. in your head? You know, and, it, and I don't say it as it's an easy thing. And it's no. like you said, it takes training and it takes discipline and it takes like working every single day to love yourself and to accept yourself and to, and at the same time, work to be the best version of yourself. Right. And I think it's interesting too, because that feeling about how we look or I put my jersey, I'm like, well, it's a little tight today. Like if, if that's how I'm starting to think, yeah. it it trickles on to everything else. So mm-hmm. then I'm in a game and I'm like, well, that hit wasn't the best hit I've ever had. Right. Okay, but why, down, why down, are down. we doing that? Because we don't play well when we're hard on ourselves. You know, I had I, my coaches in college were really supportive and I'm very thankful for them. And they like had a very, you, you when you converse with them, they were real conversations. And I think mm-hmm. that's like really important, like kind of get through this, the superficial stuff and just hit that real stuff. Cause that's when we learn the most. And they, they were, they really put an emphasis on, you know, normally people don't play well when they're really angry, you know, holds, holds you back, you know, and I'm very much the same way. Like once I start to get tense and get, I don't know, mad or frustrated or whatever, I, I, my skills go way, way back, you know, like. (laughs) Why are we doing that to ourselves? You just get so you're like, ah, boom, and you just ah, hit the net. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, okay, I knew that wasn't going like, to, you know that's not going to work out. Yeah. But it, but for reasons we put pressure on ourselves, you know, and I think that this all comes back to like where you are mentally and how you're yeah. feeling and how, what, what, what are you doing to help yourself relax? Like the more free you play, the better we normally are. You know, the yeah. more, not necessarily relaxed. Yes, there's tense situations or whatever, but if I can chill i'm gonna play better you know and i'm i think i'm learning that a lot because there's games you're like there's games you walk away and you're like nice that was a fun race (laughs) i did okay we did okay you know like and you're feeling good about it and there's games like okay yeah we won but i didn't feel great well what and like this is what i'm trying to like really come to terms like what if that's your last game and now I'm not feeling great about it. Like, why did we do that to ourselves? But it's all mental, yeah. you know? So it's like, I'm really trying to embrace the, like, play a lot more relaxed. Have fun with it. There's yeah. not pressure, really, besides the pressure you put on yourself. Yeah, okay, yeah. well, why are we doing that? You know? It's it's so interesting. Yeah, really. for sure. And I think also training the way that you intend to play, because I think... Sometimes we maybe take it too casually in training and then it comes game time and it's like, oh my gosh, now it's game time. <laughs> now I'm tense, now I'm nervous, oh, I now really I'm like, go. Yeah. I gotta bring up my energy and I gotta yeah. get really angry or, or intense. It's like you either, you know, train with intensity, but but with also with like a smile and, and, yeah. and then you can translate that to the way you play because I think too many people are like, why am I so good in training? But then it comes to games and I'm, I, you know, I lose my mind. It's right. like, you gotta, you gotta train the way you want to play. Right. And there's nothing wrong, like you said, with being intense. I mean, yeah. it's our job, it's our sport, it's, it's what we do. But at the same time, it's like learning how to ba- like find a balance with it. For sure. And do you Just, have any tips or tricks oh, on, on finding that kind of balance? Or? I don't know. I think I'm really trying to learn this year mm-hmm. and understand it, but like, talking like talking through like if you're like I feel like when I'm tense mm. I just get really quiet on the court okay and then when the more you talk like okay even if it's like I have no idea what I'm supposed to say nice job 
<laughs> like, okay, I talked to someone, you know, like not going too long without talking or like, hey, we have, we have three hitters on the other side. Like it, it comes, it makes you take the pressure off of yourself and start talking. And then it, it, like I get more relaxed with it. Yeah. But there's times I'll go 15, 20 minutes, like I don't say a word. And I'm like, Meg, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on. Like, you know? the world. Yeah. But it's like, it's a choice. And I think that's like, we talked about the book um, yesterday, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. Yeah, yeah. And, um, a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> That's the name of the book. It's the, it is the name of the book. No. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> and that, I mean, in that book, like we talked about, you read things at certain times and it helps. But that book is a lot about choosing how you react to situations right. and stuff. And I think that I read that when I was in, um, we, we were in quarantine. And I read that. And it was, yeah. like, very, A, very good for the situation, but very good for playing because it's, like, you know, like, we choose how we react. And volleyball yeah. is such a fast game that you really can't let one play affect the other. And I think by habit we do and we yeah. let it happen. And that's how, you know, yeah, maybe if we're truly not better. But when you're super even with the team and, like, there's runs and stuff, sometimes I think it's, like, maybe we're not always there fully in the right headspace, you know? Yeah. I'm going to have to read that book because multiple people have recommended it to me. Yeah. And that's it's such a good point about volleyball being the kind of sport where you can't let it roll over to the next point because we are lucky that we get a clean slate. Mm-hmm. It's like the ball drops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now everyone can breathe again and yeah. we're going to start again from from scratch. Like oh, each yeah. point is zero. You know, it's not zero, zero on the scoreboard, right. but like that point where you have equal, there's a serve yeah. and there's a receive. Okay. But you, you have a chance every you time. You have a chance yeah. every time to win, win the point. And I also like what you said about talking, especially because we're both middles. Yeah. And one of our, I feel like one of our biggest roles is to speak and mm-hmm. be vocal because, first of all, it gets your mind off of you. Yeah. For me, I, I always like every single time my, my team is serving and I'm standing at the net, I'm literally pointing and calling out and I've got numbers and I'm letting the whole it's not just like hey watch out for number three I'm like watch out number three she likes to go line that girl's gonna dump if she gets the ball tight like I'm literally like letting them know that I know yeah. what they're gonna what's, do what's and, happening. and I feel like it not only does it help my teammates to remind them oh yeah okay setters up setters back yeah. she, in this position she likes to do that it gets my confidence up it gets me like you know out of my own head and out of my being worried about what happened in the last point or if I hadn't scored in in a while it's like right boom focus on that and then you also it translates into this confidence in your block is that yes like you said you've you've done your homework you know what's going to happen you know you know statistically yes. what's likely to happen yes. and then you just you, you I don't know I feel like I, my confidence just grows from just just the act Talking. of speaking yeah and that's the thing like in and so every role truly every person truly every position truly has their own role you know yeah and you see things differently my last year in college I actually played as an outside and really yeah and it was a really good experience because I saw the game from a completely different perspective and I Mm -hmm. saw like when you have to pass to attack when you're only not only playing defense, but when you're in the back row, what are you seeing? And you see the game differently than I, yeah. when you're only in the middle, you know, or stuff like that. Yeah. But when we are middles, you know, we are the person in the front row. We have to, we have to see a lot. Okay. Well, if we see a lot and I can start talking, can I take pressure off of our outside? Right. Or can I tell my apple, Hey, like, let's talk here. I, I need to hear your voice or something. Cause I yeah. think we all eventually internalize things. You know, we're eventually in our own mind, like, uh, as an outside, I have to block this person. Then I have to do this, you know? Yeah. But if I can talk to you, maybe you think of something a little bit different or, you know, we, okay, hey, I need your help. You know, you're saying that, hey, I just need you. Well, yeah. now they're not thinking about themselves and they're thinking, okay, she needs some help right now, you know? So like, they're not, yeah, yeah. And they're doing it for you. And then yeah. there's this connection. This yeah. Sort of, yeah. You feel you can sort of make your whole team gets strong, or sort yeah. of like stronger by banding together. Even if it's just a couple of words or a look or yeah, that kind of thing. Something. And how is that changing positions? Because I've literally only ever been in <laughs> like I, I think one a couple of games I got thrown in, you know, to block on the right side, yeah. but really then like out as soon as you know, put back the yeah. back in. 
or you know in some friendly matches in Australia when it wasn't a high level yeah but I kind of I'm someone asked me recently um my opinion on this and I didn't really know what to say because yeah. I'd never been in it what is it like being expected to play at a high level in multiple positions I think I think it goes back to like how you see it if you see it as I need to do well every time it just is too much pressure like it's like okay you're not going to be perfect at any of them yeah. do I get stuck in the mindset yeah but it's not it doesn't have to be like that it, it says like it's really cool to be respected in more than one position you know that they see that you have the ability to play more than one position right and okay. so like that so the spring season before i played there they're like you know like we may we may need you so i was like okay well my passing is terrible so like it gave me something to like really work, work on you know on, yeah. and like the attack necess- isn't necessarily the hardest thing because i had hit my whole life right okay but the defense in the in the service eve was like okay, you got to go like this is, you really yeah. got to work on this. Well, then it was like, when I switched then back into playing in the middle, you see things so differently. So I think it helped because I could just see the game. I think I got a lot smarter from it and could understand, you know, you like get that volleyball knowledge a little bit more. I loved it. It was incredible. It was fun. And, you know, getting a ball in the middle is so different compared to getting an out-of-system ball on the outside, yeah, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. And this year, too, they... They have been, you in opposite a little yeah, bit. Mm-hmm, that yeah. That yesterday. And some, uh, like, sometimes in the stay in the back row, depending on how rotations are. And I think it's cool because I never... I don't think I ever respected myself enough to, have, to know that I had the ability to do it. Right. And I think they... I'm very thankful for it, but I think they respect that. And I think that they see ability that mm-hmm. I don't always see. So it's like, they're like, try this. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, of course, I'll do yeah, whatever. But yeah. I didn't, you don't always know what people see in you. And I think that was really cool to come in, come into them being just so respectful about it. And and that goes back to it. what we kind of tell ourselves as well. I was saying this to someone recently that I wish during my career, I had been a little bit more confident myself and seen how good I was, you know, I, I'm not, I was never an ego player and I'm, and there, but there were moments where I would, was on the court and kind of thought to myself, man, I don't really know if I deserve to be here. Like I'm playing against some really good players on the other side. Like, and I had all these confidence issues and I think I wish I could go, I know I wish I could go back. There's no changing things, but if I could give that to, to another player who's younger, just, you know, have faith in yourself. Yeah. see the ad- admire the things in yourself that you do well of course always work to improve but allow yeah. yourself to feel deserving yeah you know? and i think there's such like a a wall that can be put up from that because like i i always never wanted to be the cocky player right you know i wanted to i want to be humble i want to be a person that people respect you know, because if you notice them, it's because they did something right. You know, you don't want to notice someone because, oh, that girl, she's really cocky and no one yeah, likes to be around yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. But I think that almost puts up a wall sometimes on finding your own confidence, like you said, because it's like, well, I don't want to look like that. Okay, well, the chances are you're probably not going to. Like, it's okay to have confidence, but there's yeah. always that little, like, yeah, uh, you know. And I wonder if it stems from when we're younger and, and sort of like the coaches or the pe- players that we are, are surrounded by when we're younger. Cause I always played a level up. I, when oh, yeah. I was like 15, I was playing with my sister's 17 so, team because I was, you know, I was very tall yes. and they, well, actually the real reason was cause they had some, some of the girls got kicked off their team cause they were smoking weed. I shouldn't do nice, that. Don't girls. do that. So they freed up a space <laughs> for some young, young guns. Yeah. And they were like, so they brought me up. That's incredible. <laughs> they take the opportunities. I know. When they come. I, was, I was like, Ugh. way too scared to do it. But my mother was like, you're doing it. Like, okay. okay. I'll um, do it. But you know, so then I always, I think, you know, saying this out loud now sort of makes it real that maybe I, I've always had this inferiority complex as a player because I was always playing with girls that were better than me. Yeah. And I never felt that I was at their level. So even as I kept going up and up in the ranks, I always felt that I was a step below the girls oh. on my team. Whereas if I look back now, like I've played at levels that are very extremely impressive and a lot of oh, yeah. players are probably looking at me like, oh, that was, you know, she was all right at things. Well, think about think about last night. Uh, last night when we were looking at the um, 
Oh, like your history, not your history, but you that. mean when you TV was Googling no. me right in front of me and making no. me feel so it's, a, it's a little different. It's just a little she different. Was like you do. I was like, I'm gonna just Google you. What, what's your name? Oh, but, oh, okay. Okay, and that's the like, thing. Don't do it in front we, of me. We, wait until I go home. We, <laughs> we don't see ourselves in the light that other people do. Yeah, exactly. you know, the more that she looked at it, the more I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, you know, and you see it, but that wouldn't, if you looked at it, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I did, I did play there. You know, period. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, for yeah. us, it's like this absolute presence of someone who has this ex- immense experience, experience right. playing at these levels that we're not at, you know, it's incredible. And like, that's huge for us. Like, it's huge for me to sit down and have this conversation with you because Aww. we have to. <laughs> we have to surround ourselves with people who are better than us right you know so and to too. learn that but i see you at this huge light and it's not how it's you a, see yourself box. i mean that's that's why <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> like highlights her eyes yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> made up. i got that ring light yeah. but you know it's true it is we just see ourselves so differently than other people see yeah. us yeah and we need to give yeah i mean we need to give ourselves a bit more credit maybe yeah at the end of the day I also wanted to ask you about growing up, like, I guess this kind of stems with what we were talking about with body image earlier. Yeah. Because you and I are both tall. Yes. And I was, I just hated being tall growing yeah. up. And I'm just always curious when I meet another tall girl because yeah. it's a unique experience, you know? If it's a, if you're a tall guy, it's like, okay, cool. You Sweet. probably play basketball, like, whatever. Yeah. But tall girls, there's this kind of stigma attached to it that's like, oh, do you ever wear high heels? Or yes. like... Do boys want to date you because you're tall? Like, I always get these stupid questions. And I'm like, well, I don't wear high heels because they're uncomfortable, A. And B, I think boys want to date. Like, I've had no problem dating boys so far. (laughs) But um, I'm just, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I... I'm thankful for my parents who were very supportive in it. But it it was, like, rough. And, like, I think I'm very thankful for being tall. Right. I don't think I was always thankful for being tall. Like I was always the tallest Mm -hmm. and always like a little bit chubby and like I kind of just stood out and I never felt that I stood out in a positive way. Like I always just thought people were looking at me like in a negative sense or I was never confident enough to wear girly clothing. So I would just wear the athletic clothing because that's what fit and that's what I was comfortable in, you know? So I think then, you know, you kind of stand out a little bit more, you know, and stuff like that. I don't think I ever... And growing up was able to be like, yeah, I really love being tall because of those things. Right. Because people have that. And and like you said, with guys, it's like, okay, they're tall. They're going to play some sports. Sweet. Mm. For girls, it's like, what about this? Or what about this? Or my my jeans never fit. I never knew where to shop. You know, you never knew any of that. And so it was really hard. And I'm thankful that I had a supportive family, you know, it made it easier for sure. But like people are not very nice people are mean very mean people are cruel kids are cruel cruel i remember i actually even had i used to i learned how to sew because i couldn't find jeans that were long enough so my mom and i would buy these patterns and i went to a private school so we had to wear like khaki pants okay yeah so we would go and get these patterns from joanne's fabrics and i learned to sew and make my own pants yeah and that and i oh i had like my biggest you know, regret in high school was that I couldn't go to Abercrombie and get the same pants of, of you know, the, the popular girls. Oh, God, yeah. But it was like, who cares? Truly. At the end of the day, oh, who yeah. cares? No, and now and now I'm like, oh, Meg, like, that didn't matter. But yeah. at the time, like, yeah. it it mattered that, like, in, like, okay, all my feet, that's the other thing. My feet are always, I always have the biggest feet. Now I really don't care, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I hated it. And 100%. it was like, I never had Ugg boots. Well, everyone had Ugg boots. You know, you, there's Just certain... Because Ugg didn't make... No, not big enough sizes, you know? And so, like, you find things. You find the off-brands. You find whatever. But at the yeah. same time, like, when girls aren't very nice, that's the things that they notice. Right. And I think being a tall person anyways, you're kind of like... You notice maybe those things more because I think you almost, like, have to a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, I think about, I, I couldn't imagine my life any other way. And oh, I no. wouldn't want it any other no. way. No, 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 no. You know, it led to so many opportunities that that I would never have had otherwise. Yeah. And, and, think, and think about that. I mean, if we were, if our body was any different, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't if we, be here. you know, if we experienced things differently, we wouldn't be here. Like our 
it's because of what happened that led us in the right paths. Yeah. But half of that probably just kids were being jealous. You know, yeah, look at tall kids. For sure. But now we're traveling the world. So, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar experiences. And it's sure. all the way, it's how you look at it at the end of the day. Now yeah. I see it as a blessing and as yes. a positive. And I, I'm like proud when I walk down the street and yeah. I have my shoulders back. And you know, I, yeah. I don't ever, I like maybe I've just rewritten these, these programs in my <laughs> mind that when someone is sort of looking at me, I'm like, oh, she must, right. you know, I just I don't I don't assume the negative anymore. And yeah, no, Nick. I think I think growing up I was always like they're looking at me because I'm tall. Like I always thought that. Now it's like I don't notice necessarily. You don't yeah. notice it as much. Or my mom would be like, "Did you see that person like look at you?" I was like, "No, did they look at me?" Like you, yeah, you don't notice it as yeah. much. It's it starts to be. Yeah. I start to be oblivious to oh, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And when you're around like other tall athletic people, other athletic people in general, yeah. people don't look at it as much you know that's what's great about being in a sports team because all of your friends now start to be similar you know we were maybe all a little bit outcast in our growing up especially being an athlete and making that decision to no i'm sorry i can't go to the party because i have training tomorrow i have a match tomorrow or i'm not going to drink or i'm not you know the things that kids and younger people did to just be cool and fit in we just couldn't do sometimes right and like like so i assume you know you assume everyone has that same thing everyone misses parties everyone you know or athletes i guess yeah and i was talking to some of my teammates and it was around a like a two-week holiday for the kids in the schools Mm. and they were riding their scooters outside our gym area and my teammates were like yeah, I never got to like hang out in, in around this area because I was always at practice. Right. And I was like, yes, everyone experiences it, but they experienced it there in Switzerland their whole life. I experienced it. I was in the States my whole life. Like there's so many crossovers. Like, yeah. like when you're truly playing at a high level, you give up a lot, Yeah, you know, but I think giving up a party maybe at the time was hard or not going someplace because of potential alcohol when you're young or you know like stuff like right. that now it's like okay that clearly was all worth it like yeah. i made the right decisions yeah, yeah. and the benefits fully outweigh the the sacrifices that you had for to make sure. along the way or at least i i think now looking back for sure i you know i, I don't know where those girls in high school that i you know wanted to be like or oh, you know crazy. wanted to be at that party with the cool kids I don't know what they're up to now, but right. And I think, and I think that's so that's so true. Like there would be so many times in high school, like oh, I didn't get invited to that or oh uh, whatever. And at the time, it's this huge thing. Yeah. And now it's like that was nothing. Like yeah. that doesn't matter. None of that really truly matters. But you know, like in the moment, it's it's different. But it's like okay, but I didn't get invited. Okay, I'm now playing professional volleyball. Clearly, yeah. I I have the right path. You know. And the other thing is like now in 2020 and with, with the internet and you can kind of find your, your niche of your people, your tribe, right? So what, like maybe you didn't, we didn't fit in perfectly to the mold of what we thought we were supposed to be in high school or in growing up. But now you get to be surrounded by people who also love volleyball, you know, or I, for example, you know, I have friends that also love photography or videography and it's like. You don't have to fit in. You don't have to be like everybody else. Right. You're allowed to have passions because usually it's the people that have the passions that are the most interesting, that they go the furthest and do right. incredible well, story even, worthy things. Yes, exactly. And even last night we were talking about what even is a normal, air quote, normal yeah, person. Yeah. Well, why, why are you trying to be normal? Yeah. You know, like normal is what society wants maybe, but... Oh, and don't get me started on society. (laughs) No, I know. I understand. I'm the same way. But truly, now what's, what, all my, all my friends, the people I've met, we're so much more similar in our minds and the way we think, well, okay, these people aren't who I was trying to fit in with, you know? Thank God I didn't try to fit in, you know? Yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah. Hindsight is 2020. Always. So I feel like we've covered uh, quite a few topics yeah. already. Um, is there anything else that kind of stands out to you when you think about maybe something that we could share to with the listener? Let's say the listener is a young girl playing college volleyball or wanting to go pro. Is there anything that else that you would want to share um, with her to help her on her journey? I think I'd want a person to know that you 
that like it's okay not to know what you're doing in all of it mm-hmm. and you don't have to be like a really big name person to play professionally like yeah. I, I didn't know it was an opportunity until my college coach was like yeah like go try and do this yeah because I didn't know that that I didn't know it was an option you know and like I think like <laughs> what is happening here <laughs> and I think like I'd want them to know like just to go try like yeah and that's the thing like you're, you're gone for a long time yes it's very different if you don't like it play one year and stop but if you have the slightest bit of wanting to play go play yeah because I think sometimes it's like I had a couple teammates that were like oh I kind of wish I would have tried it yeah. Well, once you wish you would have tried it, you're not going back and trying. They, they, you yeah, know, you're you, kind of out of it at that point. Yeah. So why not go and try? And I think like that's that I would tell them just to go, go try and go see and, you know. I had I had someone write to me recently that she, I guess she saw one of my videos about going pro mm-hmm. and said, um, hey, I'm, I played college volleyball, but I'm, then I stopped and now I'm 25 and I had a kid, but I'm thinking about going pro. Do you think it's still possible? And my first instinct was like, that's awesome that she wants yeah. to do that. Like, good for her for having a dream and and, and even reaching out to me and um, asking about it. And I, my response was kind of like, for sure. Yeah, try. Like, try. You know, there's who's going to tell you no except, you know, I, I can't, I don't know her level. I don't know anything about I'm this right. woman. But it's going to be obviously much harder for her now. So exactly like you said, if people have an inkling to do it, do it. Do it. And then you won't have those regrets five, you yeah. know, eight years down the road when you have a kid and you, right. you know, maybe right. thought you maybe. might have wanted to do it. And I'd also say, like, reach out. Because when I yeah. was kind of doing it, I was like, I don't know who to reach out to. I don't, I really know nothing at all, which I'm thankful that this is happening because yeah. I think this is going to help a lot of just kids that just go so. see, you know. But I, I didn't know who, and I, so I asked my coach a little bit, who do you know? Yeah. And so I reached out a bit, but I definitely went in so blind to the volleyball. Like right. I like had no idea what I was getting myself into, which is probably part really good and part like, eh, it probably would have been good to know like a little more information. You right. know what I mean? I'm and, always curious about how people, so you spoke to your coach and you said, I want to go pro. Yeah. And he or she put you in contact yeah, with so, an agent, or yeah. So my, or you went on bring it. You went on yeah, bring I did. It so That's my right. head coach, his name's Ray Gooden. He so I played. So my after my freshman year, he like said, "Go do this ten day thing in Europe," and I was like, hm, "I'm not going to Europe." Like, huh, no. And then he was like, "Yeah, kind of. You kind of have. Not you don't. He didn't ever force me, but he's like, this is going to be really good for you." And then eventually I was like, put the guard down a little tiny bit and tried it. And then I loved it so much the first year. I was like, do you care if I go back a second year? Because I like loved the- So that was in between your junior and senior year? uh, It was in between my freshman and sophomore year and then my sophomore and junior year. So like early on in college. And then I, then he uh, helped me get into play at the U.S. um, national, like college national open tryout. Okay. With, and that was incredible because those are the best of the best girls. And you're just in Colorado Springs, just like hanging out, playing volleyball, like with carts. Like it was incredible, you know? And then after he's like, okay, like, do you, like, do you think you want to? Like, cause we can start, you know, making connections and doing that. And I was like, yeah, I've think but I don't I was so hesitant about it because there and wasn't any information no and I, I had and no this wasn't th- that long ago this you would have graduated when like 2019 I think two years yeah that's so that's even recently because I always tell yeah. this story about when I was graduating a bazillion years ago there was no information because you know the internet was right not what it is today but even you a year ago I like didn't know, know where to look for the information. Not a single clue what to do. And I mean, like, yeah, he was there and he knew his connections and that clearly helped me immensely. Yeah. But I still didn't know. Like, you don't know. Like, so it was just like you spoke to someone who spoke to someone who spoke to someone. There's no there's no one place to just go and find the information. No, I don't think so. I, I didn't feel like it at least. Yeah. And so then it, but now I'm looking back and like I see professional players put on their social media. Like if you're a college athlete, reach out. And yeah. I like think like, I and I think part of it's like, you know, you kind of feel awkward about it. And like, yeah. it's like, should I ask them? They're probably busy. They're right. playing pro. And at least I know from who I've heard say that, and I know for me, like I'd answer that message in a heartbeat. Like yeah, I yeah. want someone to reach out because if I can share 
any knowledge and make it any easier on someone. Like I would love to make it easier on someone, you know what yeah. I mean? And so it's like, but I think it's hard being the person and knowing, not knowing like, do I do this? Do I yeah, not? Exactly. And I'd be like, reach out, you know, a hundred percent. I agree. I think that the most volleyball players are not, they don't have their oh. head in the clouds. They're not snobs. They're not a-holes. No. They, everyone is genuinely cool. Everyone that I've met on my volleyball yeah. journey experience. Yeah, 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 me too. And yeah, for sure, just reach out, write to somebody, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, whatever oh kids God. are using these days. I don't know. <laughs> no one cares. And I mean, think yeah. about this. We're on our social media half, half, not half the day, but you're on it enough yeah. that you see the messages. And like, it gives although, you something to do. Although I missed a message from one of, from oh, Jaylee. No. Oh, did you? You know Jaylee Winter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of my guests earlier. And I... I, I was going to like, I was like looking around. I was like, oh, Jaylee, she'd be a good person to do. Yeah. And I didn't know her. And I was like, I'll just send a message to her. And then I went through Instagram and I hit, you know, send message. And I saw that she had sent a message to me and I had just totally missed it. Somehow. Oh, sad. Yeah, that happens. It does. I was like, I'm so <laughs> sorry. She had written to me, I, I guess, like a year ahead of, ahead of time. Oh. A year earlier, she had wanted to ask me about the sound yeah. But yeah, so I think that's the only time. Like if people genuinely don't see the message, yeah. then maybe. It'll maybe. Be. But for the most part. So nice. And yeah. like. And I think so many people, once you're abroad, and I'm sure it's similar in college, but I think way more abroad. Like once you're here, like you just want other people to experience it and try. And so like, I think so many people are willing to share the information that they have because you have conversations like these Yeah, and you only grow from them, you know? And you only know once you're in it too. Exactly. Once you're in it, you're in it. We're in it. Yeah. We are so, so in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so yeah, much for no, being on the podcast. This I awesome. appreciate it. I cannot even tell you how much I appreciate it and just helping me get, get myself out there and get Chizot out there and Chizot. get a, a little club out there. No, no it's, it's, it's so cool here. Like It's oh, such a cute it. little town. And, oh. I don't know, playing in Switzerland. It's a, it's not a bad gig. Not bad, <laughs> not bad. You guys will have to watch the apartment tour and I'm going to do some filming around uh, this area so you can see how beautiful it is. It's so beautiful. That's it. I, I don't know. I don't have any more things to say. I'm out of, I'm out of things. <laughs> no, I appreciate it so much. I do. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of this. And thanks for anyone who's listening. Now yes. I'm talking to you, microphone. Thanks, friends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Make sure you guys rate and review the podcast. Like and subscribe on like YouTube. Like and subscribe. <laughs> it's so awkward about these things. But, but do uh, it. Yeah. But actually do it. But seriously do it. But do it. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you too. <laughs> Hey, it's Key. If you made it this far, that is amazing. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. A little sneak peek into the minds of a couple of professional athletes. If you want to help us grow the show, please do subscribe so you guys will be notified when I have my next guest. And if you know any volleyball players that might enjoy listening, go ahead and share it with them or on your social media, tag me and I will be sure to repost it because you're amazing. (laughs) Definitely have a look on the YouTube channel for videos with today's guest and you'll see her team in training. You'll see where she lives and all the quirky, interesting details of life as a professional volleyball player in Europe. Also, if you guys have any suggestions for future guests, leave them in a comment over on YouTube or on Instagram. You can just search BB Key or Key Michael or the Volley Bubble and you should be able to find me. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next one.